0: Welcome back to The Wine Up. I am your host, Kiara.
1: And I'm your co-host, Press.
0: So. Here you go. That wasn't even a good one. little, a little spit on it. There, there you go. Tonight, we are still drinking Gallo. Uh, we're doing the sweet pineapple. So the Gallo Family shit good, too. Sweet pineapple. I wanted peach. But some niggas wanted pineapple. I just had pineapple.
1: But she didn't have pineapple with me, so I made her get pineapple. We'll you didn't do peach make later. me.
0: You heavily suggested. We'll do
1: peach later this week. All
0: right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, I have something to whine about. I don't know if you have something
1: to whine about. Let's hear it. Let's okay. see how so, honest you're going to be.
0: Let's whine about.
1: Hold on. Pause. What? I don't think you should whine about what I think you're going to whine about until the next episode because it goes really great with the next episode.
0: Nah, fuck that. I got
1: enough to whine about. But don't whine about the actual... No, I'm going to whine about
0: something very specific.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: okay. I'm going to whine about... So, last week, I think I whined about uh, bitches not minding their business.
1: Oh, we getting specific like that. Right.
0: So, this bitch, uh, I guess her name rhymes with Um, broco. Oh, bedazzles. (laughs) She decided that she wanted to put a bug in my relationship. Um, and she looks like Smokey the Bear.
1: Well, then.
0: I'm just saying. And so she had nothing better to do while she was getting to know someone other than shit all over my relationship. And, uh, my problem is when you're getting to know someone, why do you feel the need to sit up and talk about me? First of all, the bitch you're supposed to be trying to get to know... We said yikes about you, sis. Like, she said yikes. Right. She wanted yikes. nothing to do she with you. She didn't want to fuck with you. Yikes! pull up the screenshots. So, but then furthermore, um, like, you have nothing better to do. Y'all's conversation don't have no angles, no nothing, where you got to discuss me and the one time we went out. You want to lie and shit about, um, oh, I told her I wasn't interested and blah, blah, blah. Sis, when did you tell me that? Because you was still asking me to hang out and shit. So, and I got the text messages fast since niggas want to send screenshots. But Are we sending screenshots? No, we're not sending screenshots because my hair is too glorious to be We're concerned. not going to do that. And this is the wind up, problems. not the shave room. I can't room. do bald bitch problems. So, you know, that is what I had to whine about today because it's really been putting me through and it's sad that somebody is so bitter in their own shit that they had to come and try to fuck around in mine. And you were successful in what you did, but at the end of the day... That karma is gonna come back around and back around and back around. So, I and we're gonna be laughing. I suggest if <sighs> you worry about your edges, then you worry about me. Well, well. You oh, you want about and
1: me? I did hear that Bibi Judy is doing a sale on Miracle Drops. Go get on that sis. Um, I don't have nothing to whine about. I'm actually, I'm, I'm in bliss right now. Yes, bless. Come yeah. on with the bless. I'm in bless.
0: Yeah, I I had to oh, get that off my spirit did because it, it just off? continued. And they took time out of their lives to mess around and my now former relationship for what? You don't got nothing better to do. Y'all clearly don't have nothing better to do. But we knew that. But that's cute because at the end of the day, I'm still snatched and I'm am my fro is still here. And bitch, even with a Makeup-free face, I'm still a beat bitch, so let that be known. Anyway, so we're going to move right along. It. You ready to move along?
1: Let's move right along. What um, What's the topic on? of today's episode?
0: Topic of today's episode is relationship mind, with a D, field. Mm. So we're going to talk about today like understanding and dating someone who has mental disorders. So for me, this is important because I'm just now getting out of a relationship and it's been very hard this last week. Um, and it started on a day where I spiraled out and I couldn't catch myself. And so I felt like, you know, maybe if she had tools to work through some of the things I was dealing with, then maybe one of the reasons why she decided she couldn't do this, you know, could have been avoided. And I also think it's just important for people to know that there's ways to work with someone who has, you know, problems rather than, you know, just turning your back on them. You
1: know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I think that that is is very important because – We all are dealing with things, Mm. all of us, and and we all have our own demons that we have to face, Um, but especially with mental disorder or mental health, you really have to know how to deal with someone properly, Mm -hmm. because you can't deal with them how you would with everybody else. You're going to have to make some type of adjustments, and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Exactly. So... Let's get into it. So, I told Prez that I wanted to be very transparent on this episode because I don't remember. Other I words. we covered, like, mental illness in the black community at one point. And I feel like Prez, like, exposed a lot about herself that day. And she was left feeling very vulnerable on that episode when we were done. Um, and so, I think today is a day for me to just put out where I am in life so that, you know people know me a little more honestly um and so today um i'll let you guys know that i suffer from anxiety and depression those are two things that i deal with on a day-to-day basis um and some days are ugly and some days i'm a fucking unicorn so
1: she's always a unicorn just sometimes she might be a little mean unicorn oh but other days she's a sparkly rainbow unicorn
0: Being a sparkly ho. I bet you do. <laughs> 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 Alright, so uh we're gonna get into it. Can um, you pour
1: me some more wine? This shit good.
0: Wine? Girl, it's not juice. Stop drinking it down.
1: I can't tell. That is fucking delicious. Oh boy. Go ahead and have that heavy hand you like to have. Oh, heavy handed? Yeah, okay. We got another episode of Might
0: have spilled some.
1: Bitch, you spill some lick it up. for for free oh you said for free for free okay
0: okay so um i think in dealing with anxiety and depression something that you need to understand when you're dating someone with these things or any other you know mental disability is that you know we're not unstable and crazy right you know what i mean like we're not about to slit your throat (laughs)
1: let's let's air it out a little bit because i've dated crazy there is a clear cut difference between someone who is just crazy for no reason they just got trust issues anger issues they just like misery they just like to argue that's not someone who suffers from a mental health issue that's just someone who suffers from misery loves company that's what that is um, there is a, a very, is, there's is a very clear cut difference dealing with someone with mental health issues. That's somebody who's, de- that's somebody who's facing something that is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it happens. It, it comes with reasoning. It's not just sporadic. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for no reason at all. No, I disagree. Like, the reason why I say it's not for no reason at all is because you may have up, ups and downs, and your emotions for no reason at all but the reason is because of the mental health issue mm. you are not just mad today because you felt like arguing
0: yeah okay you right. get what i'm saying yeah 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 that's what i mean yeah, yeah 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 well i think you know that comes with having a very open line of communication with the person you're dating because you know explaining to them you know what you go through on a day-to-day basis keeps from them feeling like, oh, you just attacking niggas because it's Tuesday.
1: And you, and you really do have to be open. You can't. One thing about it is, it's okay to have your demons that you're facing. Like I say, we all are going through different things. With me, I suffer from depression. And sometimes, most of the time, when I'm seen in the public eye, I'm very giddy. I'm very bubbly. But when I'm alone by myself, I am very sad. I am not fulfilled you know what i'm saying like i try and i try i try not to show it but sometimes it comes out in in public as well where i just can't get a hold of my emotions Mm -hmm. but that's where but she got
0: enough energy to cuss you the fuck out if you sit on her bed with outside clothes always (laughs) there will
1: always be enough energy for that don't you dare sit on my sheets with your dirty ass outside clothes okay
0: come on okay i'm I'm back
1: (laughs) that is a trigger (laughs)
0: speaking of triggers a big part of communication is explaining triggers, the triggers that you're aware of, because, you know, after my last relationship, you know, in even through life, I have quite a few triggers that, you know, set me off. Um, I like I can't do the hand in the face shit. You there, there is none of this with me. There's none of this with me. Like, you can't do that. You're doing all that. I think you want to fight.
1: Don't fight. Let's let's not bring out Southeast Susie. Can we let well, her stay where she at? Know,
0: sometimes, 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 and it's not with me. Sometimes Lago
1: Lindsey got to make an appearance. Yeah,
0: you know, Largo <laughs> Lindsey got to uh, step on <laughs> out, uh, <laughs> uh, got to get up out of there. But, you know, I don't, I don't like being that way. Like, um, I have, i realized with this past relationship, most recent relationship, I have sexual triggers um, I have emotional triggers. There's a lot that goes on with me. And I think it's very important that, one, the triggers you know you need to communicate. But even the triggers that when you realize you have one, you have to communicate it. Like, for example, one time we were just horsing around in the room. And she, like, grabbed me up real, like, aggressive. And I just I just shut down. Everything just shut, shut the fuck down. And... You know, I had to explain to her once, you know, I came back why that freaked me out and why I lost track of myself in that moment, but that's communication.
1: So, like, when you say you have sexual triggers, what kind of episodes? Is this, like, super honest episode, semi-honest episode? I don't know. I, feel, I think you know me? where I'm going with I this. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go there. Go there! Um, when you say you have sexual triggers... What kind of what kind of triggers do you mean? Mm.
0: You can't hit me during sex without me telling you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like the the smack. Though you can't like even sometimes smacking me on my ass. If I'm in like a headspace where I'm not ready for that, and you hit me, I'm gonna feel like you're attacking me. When did I?
1: I think that's what that was.
0: Uh, it might have been. I don't fucking know. Or, like, I might have a flashback during a second. Like, we could be getting it, getting it, getting it. Yes, getting it, getting it. Don't stop getting it, getting it. Don't stop Okay, sorry. Okay.
1: This is a serious um, episode. We're still going to laugh and have a good time on this episode, <laughs> but this is serious.
0: But, um, but I we can't could take be getting serious. it, and then something happens. You hit a move. Something happens that puts me back. and then you hit a move. No, you had a move. You hit a double step, you know, a European step in the pussy and I might have a, <laughs> a mental step back. Why are you looking at me like that? A European, what happened? With I the just said, step with the European step in the pussy. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, but I mean, it, it really just depends. It's like, it comes with shit, like choking me. Sometimes you have to be very careful about choking me. Cause one moment I like that shit. Literally a second later, it can escalate. Yeah. I could freak the fuck out. It could be too much. So I think that's, you know, some sexual triggers I have. Too much aggression. I feel like you're trying to cause me pain.
1: Hmm. Bitch, just ask. That's sexy for some people.
0: It's sexy for for me, but then it gets to the point where it's like, I don't know. I could have been in my head and it just didn't go the way... That's a trigger. I don't like, so she's typing things to make sure it's okay for me to bring it up. Um,
1: yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I know this is a bare all episode. but Like,
0: so what we, she asked me was, um, me riding front ways, me riding when I face you. I don't like riding facing someone. It puts me in a very vulnerable position. Um, and I went through something in a previous relationship where, you know.
1: Not this one that just No, ended. not this one.
0: Poo that was, I was p- talked was about my physical and how I had gained weight and how awful I looked and all these things and so because of that I don't like riding frontwards and if I do that means I trust you but I'm gonna go through that like breakdown where it's like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I must look like a fucking hippo and I just break down like immediately That's I feel like crazy. I've done it with you hmm? nigga we used to fuck I, <laughs> it is not a secret no more I
1: know but I just don't <laughs> I'm still in you're in relationship mode I so just be trying not to no talk more. about nothing but I mean
0: like we I'm
1: stupid as fuck like I wasn't there bitch let me tell you I had to be the best side nigga ever. Cause if I ever get caught up, I'm going to deny, 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 bitch. You said you did what? What happened with me? uh uh-uh, uh since I wasn't there. That was <laughs> that was my twin and since you wasn't it wasn't. It wasn't me. But at the end of the day, like no, I mean, no, I wasn't a side nigga. No, no, no. I wasn't saying this is going left. No, that,
0: that real left, real left. But <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, those are things that, do you have any sexual triggers or like you just can't?
1: Okay. A weird sexual trigger for me in a lot of my relationships, I was like, the relationship, this is not to sound arrogant. This is going to come off arrogant, but this is a real issue for me. When it comes to sex, I'm pretty damn good at what I do.
0: My God, here we go.
1: No, but what that led to is there were relationships where people were with me just for sex. So a sexual trigger for me is if it's all about sex and there is no, I'm very affectionate. But I am not very sexual. So I need I need time. There's a difference.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for you to deliver the difference. <clears throat> There's
1: a difference. See, affection can be more than just sex. Affection can be something as simple as, I want to just hold you and maybe watch a movie. Or maybe I want to be in your space and know that if I'm not having sex with you, it's okay if I'm still here. Mm. I have been in relationships where it's like, if we're not having sex, okay, well, why did you come over here? I was like, damn, what? like. Because I like you. We're in a whole relationship, nigga. Like, so for me. If I, be like, you didn't bring dick? <laughs> you know, <right>, like <laughs> no Damn. Bitch. Like, that's I know fair. it's good, but is my personality not good enough? Do I like that that has that's a thing for me. So when I feel like it becomes all about sex, um, I kinda I I what's the word I'm looking for? I um disassociate myself emotionally so i become emotionally detached that's the word i was looking for and when it becomes all about sex then i start treating you like you're just a fuck Aww. yeah Bitch. then they don't like that but then they still like it kind of because they getting the sex but
0: well you know i think when it comes to like us having triggers and them coming out that's why i think it's important i think it's important for whoever we're dating to keep a cool head keep a level head about you know, shit that we're going through because it's really easy to take personal things that we go through, you know, and we're going to get more into things, take things personal and all that later on. But you have to keep a head on your shoulders of it's not me. You know what I mean? You can't get mad. If we're going through something and you get mad at us, it's just going to make it worse. Cause now we're not only dealing with our shit, but now we're dealing with the fact that we made you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. So now it's even more shit on top of
1: us. Because now to now, it feels like, yo, like, damn, I can't get shit right. I'm fucked up in myself and now I'm fucking up my relationship too. Yep. yep. And yep. then we yep. begin to blame ourselves. But you're right. You do have to keep that mindset of this is not my fault. Right. I'm not a bad person for having these things that I deal with. It's not, I can't help this. It's not my fault. Right.
0: Mostly like, don't, we don't want you to feel like you're being attacked. We're not trying to fucking attack you. Like we're not trying to assassinate you. We're not trying to do none of that. We're trying to figure out how to get through our lives. Like get through the day to day. Okay. Without losing our minds.
1: Okay. Cause you know me I mean? and all and 23 people in my head, it's
0: not your job when you're with us to even fix us. I don't need you to fix me, sis.
1: Period. And I think that's important. Because sometimes I feel like, and people that I've dated, and even with myself, um, I feel like they thought I was trying to fix them. And I thought people were trying to fix me. And that makes me shut down. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. don't try to fix me. I don't want to be your project. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference in trying to be there and then trying to help me. And trying to help somebody that is, okay, listen, I know that you have, you know, your days. When you have your days, let me know so I know to leave you alone today. So I know, okay, maybe I need to just check on you, but I don't need to be all up under you. That's trying to check on somebody. Trying to fix someone or treat someone as a project is trying to make them be okay when they're not okay. Exactly. Work with them through the process. It's a process. Right. Work with them through that process. Right
0: right because we have our own version of how day-to-day shit should go and mm-hmm. how how we function throughout the days like our normal is not your normal you know what i mean like does that make sense
1: that makes perfect sense
0: like i'm not going to i'm not going to have be all honky dory for the way you are like a good day for me is a day where I'm confident in myself. I got up. I went to work. I finished the shift. Came back. Didn't
1: cuss nobody didn't out. Didn't
0: cuss nobody out. Then cuss myself out. Did some work. Boom. Success. I get Hot Cheetos. I like Hot Cheetos now.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. That's my reward right now. Hot Cheetos and wine. Okay. Which is not good together.
1: That sounds like a fucked up combination. It
0: is. It, like... Hot Cheetos and, like, Moscato is not okay, but it makes
1: me feel good. Until you go to the bathroom.
0: Shh. I don't have that problem with Hot Cheetos and Moscato. It has not forsaken me yet. Okay. Okay? So, I need you to also understand when dating someone with, you know, a mental disorder that they, their day-to-day normal is never going to be your day-to-day normal.
1: And their day-to-day normal, what it was today...
0: Will not be that tomorrow.
1: Okay? Normals change. It
0: will will not be that tomorrow. There are
1: different aspects of normal.
0: Jesus, help us. So, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into anxiety. Um, Because everybody suffers from anxiety in some way, shape, or form. It's just that anxiety for others is way more serious. So, when we come back, we're going to dive into that. Y'all don't go nowhere.
2: Now begins the morning Face to the rising sun No one's here to fight the glare I guess I'm an army of One, one two, two three, three, four. Looks like I got more than a bargain for again five, five, six, six, six seven, seven eight.
1: eight Love is a war All right, welcome back, guys. So, um, like Kira said before the break, we're going to go ahead and jump into, we're going to tackle anxiety. We're going to get into the depths of it. So, for you, Kira, would you say that anxiety, is that like a real condition? Or, you know, is that just something people say?
0: Hell, yeah, it's a real condition. It was real last Thursday. It's real as fuck.
1: (laughs) No, it was real last Thursday. I go to bed with anxiety. Um, If I'm being honest, I did not understand the severity of anxiety until i became older you know as a child um we talk about being anxious or talk about anxiety that was just showing out as a kid you know you just you weren't dealing with something you was just being bad and the only i don't know if it's anybody else's family but the only family the only the only mental health disorder that was recognized somewhat as a kid was adhd and parents thought the best Solution for that was whooping ass. Whooping
0: ass, taking that.
1: That'll get rid of that ADHD. <laughs> you got ADD? I'm whoop your ass. ass. How about that?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I think, um like I said earlier, anxiety is something that you know uh, everybody experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but what comes into play is when it affects your day to day life, and you can't get out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When it becomes like it, it, my anxiety. Like it'll start out light if I don't handle it, but then mine will attack me and it'll feel like, um, you know, it's just sitting on my chest. And I actually had an anxiety attack, I think it was Monday, where I had to go to the urgent care because I thought a bitch was having a heart attack. I thought I was, I thought this was it. I'm 27, I'm on my way out. No, bitch. Maybe God's trying to tell me something. That ain't what he was trying to tell you. I didn't know what he was trying to deliver unto me, but he was delivering it. and... You know, um, all the doctor could prescribe was a new inhaler that I still ain't got. But I'm going to. But um, so I I think when it gets to the point where it starts attacking you and keeping you from day-to-day functionings, I think that's when it's like you are suffering. You know what I mean? I mean, we're anxious all the time.
1: No, I would have to agree. Um, It's one thing of being anxious about something. Like, you know, something's coming up. Like, oh, I'm anxious about this trip I'm about to take or something like that. Anxiety as a mental health issue can affect you out of nowhere.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like not because anything's coming up, not because, you know, something's happening. It just comes when it comes and you may have triggers. Like, you know, I, I I dated someone um, who was really near, near and dear to my heart and she faced anxiety and her one one trigger for her was being around a lot of people.
0: Mm, I don't like people
1: like that. That was a lot. Like, and I didn't get it at first. So I would have her around like my friends and stuff, not knowing that this was affecting her. And I mean, when we talked about it and she explained it, you know, I got it. But prior to us having that discussion, I didn't understand that.
0: Right. Yeah. No. For me, it's definitely like. So fight or flight, right? For example, I don't like, I don't like large crowds. That's I why like you'll be, you be, and sometimes it's that too. But you'll be I don't know, hard <laughs> pressed to see me out and about like in a club scene or anything like that. Only because I don't like being surrounded by people. Because it's a lot of what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. Like, so fight or flight wise, like for example. Former Pookie and I um, went to this place in Charlotte, and we were hanging out. And we got suited and booted and cute. And we got there. Did, did both of y'all get suited and booted and cute? Both of us got suited and booted. And we got there, and it was packed, like wall-to-wall. And the space was about the size of the kitchen. What <laughs> <laughs> was... Draco, <laughs> blue olive. It was a pack. Uh, what, we got in there. I was like, I can't need a lot of you and pretend like I can do this, sis. I can't do this. It's too much. It's too much. What if somebody touches me? What if there's a shooting? What if somebody does something? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? Perfect something-
1: example for me and even for you. Growing up was back home going to the go go.
0: No, it's
1: high. I couldn't go. Too like I could. I, I have. I would have to be in a really, really like ratchet mood to go to the go-go because it's kind of like the club on 10 y'all think y'all clubs be lit go-go's in dc <laughs> listen it was a lituation. but when you not good with a lot of crowds like me i when i get in crowds i get angry so mm-hmm. so i fight a flight i'm fight all day ain't no flight don't bump into me at the club you bump into me at the club you catching a look like bro what's up like, I automatically feel like you're coming at me, like it's, it's an attack.
0: Meanwhile, they're just trying to go pee.
1: they just they trying to make it to the bathroom, and it's just tight in here. But listen, be tight over there and bump into that motherfucker. Don't no bump into me.
0: Yeah. Like, I, if I go out, I got to go somewhere where I can exit in and out, in and out, in and out. Because I got to be able to go outside, get the air, come back. And if I go somewhere where I can't go out, honey, I'm not going in. You won't see me. Because I can't do it. I don't, I don't. I like empty spots where I can see everybody, where I can see all the exits, where I know what the fuck's going on around me. That's just how I am.
1: That happened to me when I was in Nellie's. I
0: love Nellie's.
1: I love Nellie's, too. I love Nellie's. But it was was real lit in Nellie's one day. And this girl, she wasn't even bumping into me. She was bumping into, she kept bumping into my homie-girlfriend. But she was kind of bumping in in like a trying to cop a field type of way. And there's about to be a whole fight in there. And they was like teasing me like, you always ready to fight. And it's just like, bro, when it be around, when I when I go out and I'm with crowds, I can't even enjoy myself because I'm on guard. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't be in the moment and just be free like, hey, aye, woo. I'm looking around like, who won it? My friends already know, don't take me nowhere with a bunch of crowds. I need to be able to go sit down and readjust my mind because yep. I'm angry.
0: Well, circling back. Because we're talking about relationships. Oh. You know, wondering the what if questions are really big things that affect, you know, people with anxiety in relationships. So, mm. you know, you're wondering constantly, you know, whether or not someone will leave you, someone will cheat. You know, what if someone's lying to you? Um, something I deal with is what if someone doesn't love me as much as I love them? Mm-hmm which just offsets everything because it pisses the person off because they're like, how much more do I have to show you? You know, how much I care about you, even down to, you know, what if I ruin the relationship? That's
1: me. That's the thing that I deal with a lot. Like, especially when I feel like I'm I'm dating someone that I really, really like and I feel like it's going good. My thing is always, what if I mess this up? I don't want to mess this up. What if I fuck this up? And... It gets to me in my mind so much that I fuck it up.
0: Yep.
1: Not because of nothing that I did, just because I'm so I'm I'm so focused on I can't mess up I came mess this up, I can't mess this up, I can't mess this up. It leads me to put myself in the shell. I begin to push people away. It's easier for me to push you away than for me to deal with you walking away.
0: Oh yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. You know one thing I deal with, um, I don't know if when you and I was doing our little shit, if I ever did this to you, but you know,
1: um, we didn't really go through shit.
0: Nah, we didn't have time. <laughs> but
1: um... <laughs> it was so fast, it was so
0: quick. <laughs> um, but like the thing of, you know, um... damn. Oh i don't like feeling like i'm the first one to always contact you i'm the first one to always reach out i'm the first one to text you in the morning i'm the last one to text you a good night if i'm i've heard from you in an hour like i don't like that like i don't like feeling like the person i'm with can go a day without a day or out hour, even hours without talking to me and be um, fine i did this with delilah queen she got oh she'll be so fucking annoyed with me because i will always be like why do I always have to reach out to you? Why are you okay with going so long without talking to me? And it was because I felt like she was going to leave me. She didn't like me. She was talking to somebody else. It was all this, all this, all this, all this shit. And I I was so constantly anxious, constantly stressed, constantly vexed in that relationship because if it was just too much. It was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Do you even like me? Do you like me? Do you like me? And she got to the point where she's like, I cannot
1: keep trying to convince you about how yeah. I feel about you. Yeah. Because then for the person that's with you, for them, it becomes a job. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, look, I get it, but don't make it feel like a job to be with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, that's when you become a burden, like a whole burden, not even like a little slight, slight. Like, it becomes too much to be with you, you know? And then it it also, honestly, um, shit comes in waves like i'm not always like that like i could be super arrogant like super like you know i'm the shit i'm the shit i'm the shit and then like one day it's like oh god do you am i ugly do you not like me and we could be straight like everything could be good like we could have had like a awesome perfect example perfect example what was it wednesday night of last week um I cooked pooky, I made um, gumbo, coconut rice, and uh, a pinch And then this cheesecake. bitch
1: gonna send me a picture? Meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out if I can afford a Wendy's four for four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I made I I made a meal. We had a night of it. You know, we had movie night. It was great. Literally, the next day, I had an anxiety attack. Like, I I, I freaked out at work. I cried. I cried at work. You know, I had managers had to tend to me, um, and then. I took it out on her because she didn't answer the phone quick enough. And then I felt unloved. I felt unwanted. I felt like, then I was like, oh God, I'm being a burden. I'm too much on her. And she was just like, it got to the point where at the end of the night, she broke up with me. I needed her, but she broke up with me. Um, And one of the reasons being that she said she didn't feel like she could be responsible for all those emotions.
1: Now let's just press pause on that because what I'm not going to allow you to do
0: is pause this. Pause
1: is this on the computer, right? The, the equal sign. Is pause the equal sign? It's Let me go though. to my iTunes. Oh, yeah, go to iTunes. Is it
0: this?
1: Pause. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it. it's up. It's up. Pause. Okay, pause. <laughs> um. So, but on, we're going to press pause on this because what I'm not going to do is allow you to sit on this podcast and take blame. I'm
0: not taking blame. Pa- <laughs> t- t- sh- oh. And
1: take blame for the end of your relationship because what you also have to consider is sometimes you have to be careful who you open up to about what you go through because sometimes people will take what you're going through and use that as their scapegoat when they're just looking for a way out Mm. what you went through was someone looking for a way out and they did it at your expense. What I didn't like about it is it kind of left you questioning yourself. That wasn't on you. That yeah. was on them. Yeah. That was cowardice. It was weak. And that was on them. Moving right along. We're not going to talk about this any further because I don't <laughs> feel like going into a full-fledged read.
0: Well, anxiety, continuing with what I was saying anyway, with, with my everything that went on at work, because it was a full-blown thing. Like, it wasn't like I was just freaking out. Like, I was mad at myself because I forgot to do something, which resulted in two write-ups at work. And so, because of that, I ran into a situation where I was like, I'm so stupid, I'm this, I'm that. Like, I definitely beat myself up, and I beat up the people around me. Not physically, but just like I was verbally just assassinating everybody. And it was uncalled for. I was angry. I was irritable, you know, and and which led to me, you know, I couldn't, felt like I couldn't control the situation, uh, which led to me like just spazzing even more. But the thing is, like with anxiety, you go through things, but it's not okay at the end of the day. It's not okay for you to spaz out. Mm -hmm. It's not okay for you to, you know, be aggressive towards people. It's never okay for you to mistreat someone. Anxiety is why you're going through things. It's your mate's job to understand what you're going through, but it's not their job to accept that you treat them like shit.
1: Yeah. And um, what people got to understand is a person is only going to deal with this is just how I am for so long.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yes. I can't stand this just how I am, ass bitch. (laughs) I can't stand. That is like... My biggest pet peeve, especially in relationships, because in relationships, I make it my business before I get into a relationship to focus on the, th- to, to point out and identify the things that I have to work on in order for the relationship to be successful. And I'm it my business to work on those things. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, this is just how I am. Take it or leave it. No. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody got to just take being your verbal punching bag. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. I can understand I I can understand I'm having a day. I need you to 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 work with me here. Mm-hmm. I can't understand this is just how I am because that tells me you have no care in the world for how it makes me feel and you have no desire to grow from it. You have no desire to work on it. You feel like, like you said, this is just how you are. So I got to just take whatever the fuck comes my way. That's dead
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. I I agree with you and I. I I mean, you know me. I can very well be a, well, that's just how the fuck I am, ass bitch. And that's not okay, you know. And, and it makes it makes the person you're dating feel like their opinion doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. And that sucks. Because who wants to be in that situation? You know what I mean? Like nobody, people want to be happy with you. But when you're like a dickhead on top of, they're already choosing to be with you. And love you with your anxiety and depression, but then when you're a dickhead, it's like, come on, son. Like, you
1: gotta give me some wiggle room you, here. You're a
0: dick, yeah. And no one has time for a dick unless mm-hmm. you're sitting on it.
1: Oh, okay. I still don't have time for a dick because I'm not sitting <laughs> on shit.
0: <laughs> so I feel like there are, are ways to help when you're dealing with somebody who has anxiety. Okay, okay? explain. So um, I think being curious about it. So like learning about what anxiety is, Mm -hmm. how it affects Mm them, you know, the fact that it's not just them, you know, having a bad day, it's, it's them beating themselves up, like just educating yourself. I think when someone, it means a lot when I know the person I'm dealing with took the time out of their day to educate themselves on what makes me tick.
1: And Mm -hmm. educating yourself doesn't only mean like, okay, I'm going to go on Google and look up what anxiety is. That may be a start. But educating yourself is, okay, taking what you then learned, taking what you then found, and applying it to that specific person. Because everybody deals with anxiety, depression, everything. Everybody deals with it differently. So, okay, while it's great to read up on something, understand that's only half the battle. You then have to take what you read, take what you've learned, and identify how it affects your partner specifically Mm, so that that way you know how to deal with them specifically because what you have on google ain't gonna cut it for how to deal with how to deal with praise what you saw on google ain't gonna cut it with how to deal with kiara yeah that may give you a little bit of a foundation It may tell you where to start Mm -hmm. but there's another step that has to be taken
0: steps okay Yes, yes, yes. just so wanted to be in the quiet, like so bad. Setting boundaries. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a... Earlier you made a comment where you said, I need to know if I need to give you space. So, me, I'm not the type where you need to give me space. Because if I'm going through it, if I'm having a moment where my anxiety is attacking me, you giving me space is going to make me feel like you don't want me. Like, any amount of space. And
1: I'm the... Exactly. There are going to be days where I need space.
0: No, I want you to come to me and, like... Don't, you don't got to talk, sis, just hold me. You know what I mean? Like, the boundary of, I don't, the, the, like, you don't walk out on me. Don't turn your back on me.
1: And that's why I feel like there's a difference. Because for me, there are days where I may need space. But I also do not want to feel thrown away. Yeah. There's a difference. in give to me, giving me space looks like, look, I may not text you all day but okay prime example i had an ex perfect example oh my god perfect example come
0: on church. i had an
1: ex and she dealt with depression heavily and there were days where she would not want to be bothered
0: mm-hmm.
1: my my response to that is tell me when you don't want to be bothered i'll leave you be now, what leaving you be looks like, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna talk to you all day. It just looks like instead of blowing your phone up today or trying to talk to you every second of every day because I miss you, I'm gonna text you and be like, hey, how are you? Are you okay? Do you need anything? Text me back and say, I'm good. You know, I just need a moment. Okay, cool. I- I'll step back. But I'm still gonna check in with you. Yeah. That's what I mean by giving space. Mm. That don't mean disappear for three weeks. Yeah. That's not what that meant. I don't need that kind of space. At that point, we're not even talking no more. (laughs) I agree.
0: I agree. I think another boundary, like we just talked about, was not letting someone be a dickhead to you when you're in the relationship. Like, you dating someone that's going through anxiety and depression, not letting them, like, verbally beat you up. Like, there's no excuse for you to abuse someone verbally or even physically threaten them you know, keep putting false accusations on them. Like mm-hmm. what I did to Delilah Queen, it's not okay. And she very well set that boundary. She was like, I'm not going to keep doing this with you. Like, I'm not going to keep telling you that I'm here. Like, I, that's that's not okay. Mm-hmm. I think you need to set those boundaries because when you don't, you put someone in, in a position where they feel like they can walk all over you. And certain people will take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So I think in dating someone you have to learn how to set boundaries you know and be stern with them and follow up on those boundaries um because otherwise you know it it it, it, we get very into ourselves and we forget that there's another person on the receiving end trying to be there for us um which you know sucks because dating us is hard
1: dating me is a is 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 is, is, mm, let me not even say dating me date dating us it a it's, motherfucker. It's, you got beat let me tell you something. To find someone that is able to love me all 24 of me <laughs> is like <laughs> I'd be blown away. Like you 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 love me for real. You sure. you... Okay, now when you say you love me, you only love this me or you love all 24 of us. Oh. <laughs> no i'm laughing but i'm serious yeah. um it's a whole shit show up in my head
0: oh god <laughs> i think that comes into our partners not being our therapist like there's a difference between being your support system and being your therapist
1: like i don't jump on my partner i refuse to and they want me to um like i've dated people who was like you no know, I, I, I want you to come to me i will not i will us being in a relationship is going to be enough work as is I'm not going to then take my personal and dump that on you as I'm well. I'm a dumper.
0: That's bad. But I'm a dumper.
1: I don't feel like it's wrong being a dumper, but I wouldn't dump on the person that I'm dating because then they get to the point where they feel overwhelmed. I don't care how bad they think they want it. You don't know what comes with this. Mm. So you think you want this, but you don't know what comes with this.
0: Yeah. No, I'm definitely like a um, dumping it. This is all of me. You could take it or you can get the fuck on. Period. That's me. I I don't have time for you to and do what I what I just went through. I don't like that. Where you're like, we we've, we've built this thing. We've fallen for each other. We're in love. We're going through all of this. And then now it's oh I can't do it. That's why now I just put it all much. out there. Like and now putting all out there don't work. So I don't even know what the medium is anymore. Like- and that's
1: why I don't dump. Because in the beginning of a relationship, a person is going to tell you, oh, I want you to talk to me. Oh, I want you to, you know, give this to me. I, I, I want to help you carry it, da-da-da-da, da, 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 da X, Y, and Z. And I can respect that. I can respect you wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. But that's why I won't dump on you. Because when I... It, on the outside looking in you can't see all that you're asking me to give you yep and you think that you want all of this because i've shown you a snippet Yep. but you cannot see all that you're asking to take on so it's not fair for me to when i know you don't know then just throw it all on you well, because then, then you're a- going to be it's going to be too much and that's how i that's how i i i I stay away from the, okay, I feel overwhelmed conversation because I may dump some things on you. I may come to you and tell you about my day. I may have a moment. Like, one thing I can say about the, the young lady that I'm talking to now, she has seen me in moments where, like, I will spaz and literally, like a light switch, I I can go back to being my regular happy self.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I just need to get that out. But I'm not going to go to her and dump all of my emotions on her i'm not going to put all of that on her that's up that's i know how heavy that burden is for me to carry so i don't want to then take that burden and put it on you right so if i dump on somebody i may dump on a friend of mine that knows very well how to deal with me yeah dump on a therapist dump on somebody who knows exactly what they're getting themselves into yeah with your partner you may have to ease them into it because this is all new
0: you could be right this one time me,
1: right this one time
0: yeah okay because
1: so i had it then right
0: i think you should just not fucking do when you're dating someone who deals with anxiety number one um don't criticize or minimize what i'm dealing with please don't like don't fucking play with me bitch. that's disrespectful
1: like,
0: i'm not crazy i'm literally losing my mind like not because i'm crazy but because i cannot get a grip on it like i can't get a grip on my thoughts i can't get a grip on how I'm feeling, I can't get a grip on nothing. Don't treat me like, oh, I'm spoiled and I just need attention or some fuck shit like that. No. I need you. Mm-hmm. I'm literally losing track of who I am. And I need you. Don't try to make it seem like I'm some crazy ass female. Because I'm not. Sometimes. If I had to I would
1: agree. Um, I right. would agree. That's fair. Um, also, I feel like a person they have to you have to be temperamental don't don't lose your temper because uh, because the person you're dating may be having a moment yeah. maybe having an episode they don't what they they don't need on top of what they're going through to now have to deal with your attitude too be there humble yourself and be there
0: also though if you're the one with anxiety and your partner is They're allowed to be upset. I mean, people are still people.
1: Absolutely. they're
0: allowed to be upset if something you've done bothers them. But you, in turn, cannot get upset because they're upset. I mean, you can. Everybody's allowed to their feelings, but you can't mistreat them because they're upset at something you did. You have to allow them access to their feelings just like they have to allow you access to yours. Absolutely. Because you're not going to do nothing. You being mad at them for being mad is not doing nothing but guilt tripping them. And now they feel like they can't feel around you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's not fair to them. And that's not fair to your relationship. You're actually like sh- shutting down parts of your relationship because now that person.
1: No, they can't be emotionally vulnerable with you.
0: Exactly. And they'll find someone to be emotionally vulnerable with.
1: And then it gets dangerous. In due time. It gets dangerous.
0: Um, I said before, they're not fixing me. Don't, don't be fixing hoes. This is not Bob the Builder. I don't need you to save me. I don't need none of that. I just need you to be there when you tell me you're going to be there. That's what I need. Yeah. Don't tell me you're going to do something and you're not going to do it.
1: Yeah. Period. And that's 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 one thing that's really, really big for me. And I, a lot of times I won't speak on it, but I pay very close attention to behaviors. Mm-hmm. So if I notice that you consistently tell me you're going to do something and you do not do it, eventually it's going to lead to a mistrust in the relationship. Because I can't even trust you to hold your word.
0: Yes, you, word. You,
1: you, you can't even you can't even keep your word. You can. You you said I'm that, and it might be something so simple, but I pay attention to things like that because it starts small. So it may start as something like, okay, this Sunday is going to be our date day, or what have you. And for me, for me, I'm a very busy individual.
0: You didn't even do it right.
1: For me, there it is. There it is. For me i'm a very i'm a very busy individual so when the person that i'm dating tells me okay this this let's say this this wednesday is going to be our date day i will clear my schedule for that wednesday Mm -hmm. now if i clear my schedule for that wednesday i had to really move some shit around and now that means my other days are going to be packed because i had to move shit around which is no problem but if wednesday comes and now you like you're not doing what you said. You're going to do it now. I done wasted my time. Why not? Okay. The first time I'm going to let you off. That's cool. Shit happens. The second time. All right Now you're trying it. The third time. Don't ask me to clear another motherfucking schedule. You're going to have to check, catch me when I'm free. Yes, Lord. And then you're not going to like me when I start acting like that. Because then not only do you not do what you say you're going to do. You also don't value my time. And if you don't value my time, you have personally disrespected me. That's how I take it.
0: You should. You should. I think the last thing, which we touched on quite a bit, was do not take it. Don't take it personal, baby. Don't take the shit. Leave it to Monica. Huh? 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 What? What?
1: What? What? I didn't say nothing.
0: Don't make this shit about you. It's not about you. It is internal for me. I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you. I I don't resent being with you. It's just me. It's not you.
1: And understand when we say it's not you, this is something that I'm dealing with. It's really not you. It's really not because there have been times where that, that line has a bad stigma to it. It's not you, it's me. That line has a bad stigma to it. But sometimes it's really not you. I know for me and my emotions, there are times where certain things may trigger me. And I'm not upset with you. A lot of the time I may be upset with myself. Exactly. For allowing that thing to trigger me when I know you didn't even mean it in that way. Exactly. So when we say it's not you, hear that, understand that and don't don't try to take it as otherwise don't then still try to take it personal and make it about you
0: yes so on that note we're going to take a break um and when we come back we're going to dive into depression because that's something that Pres and i both Whew. both deal with um so hang in there with us we'll be right back i just want to give i just want to
2: breathe i just want to be here with you Listen to my heart. Listen in the dark. Listen for the start. Listen—it feels like when I beat, on the street, on the block, on the sidewalk, and repeat. I'm like a, like a, like a queen, like a like a queen. You know
0: what I mean? your hands up and sing. All right, everybody, welcome back. So this is going to be um, a wrap-up segment. Uh, basically before we close her down and you can have the real person close out the show. Cause apparently I'm trash as fuck at it.
1: Um, <laughs> I can always tell when I'm not there, right?
0: Oh God. So anyway, for us, we're now going to talk about depression and its role in the relationship. Mm. So Prez, what is depression for you? What does it look like for Prez?
1: Um for prayers depression is only seen by myself my depression is only seen by myself for the most part um unless it gets to the point where i literally i do have days where i break down and for me one thing i hate is don't ask me what's wrong bitch i don't know i don't know
0: not bitch i don't know
1: because i hate that question that is a dumb ass question um it ain't dumb but it's just like i hate the what's wrong question for me depression like i just may be qu- i may be very quiet and everybody that knows me knows that i ain't quiet i like to fucking talk so i may be very quiet i may be like just in my head and you can look at me and tell when i'm in my head because like i'm not i'm not there
0: that's a big head
1: you could fuck you <laughs> um you can tell when i'm in the room but i'm not really in the room so I may, I may get sad out of nowhere, or I may just be filled with emotion where I just want to be by myself because I have a lot of emotions at that one time that I cannot identify. It's not that I don't want to. I would love to tell you what's wrong, but I need to sit with it so I can identify where this came from. Because at first it'll kind of seem like it came out of nowhere. It's never out of nowhere, but I can't always identify the trigger at that time. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah.
0: I think for me, my depression, I'm not sad. Um, I don't choose it. Neither one of us choose it. And it's not the way you see it on TV where the person is, like, walking around with this big-ass cloud. And people live with depression day to day. I think my depression, um, when it's bad, I am in the bed. I'm calling out of work. I can't move, can't think, I can't talk. I forget to eat, and you know, I'm a, I'm a fat motherfucker. I love some food. I, I, I Mine shut down. Damn,
1: I eat a lot.
0: Completely. I think my day to day depression is, you know, me just being, I don't know, very insecure in me. Like I just don't, there's that, I just don't love myself some days, and I can't function, and it's like something that eats at you and eats at you. I think the way I described it is like a parasite that just eats at your spirit. And for me, that's what it feels like. It's something that is like sabotaging the good in me consistently. And I can't stop it. I don't know how to stop it. I could drink wine and wine normally gets me good, but then I go to sleep. Like that's what my depression looks like for me. I'm not motivated. I'm not getting nothing done. Like The windup suffers a lot when I'm going through. Because I be needing to write episodes. I be needing to plan shit, create shit. I can't do nothing. Like, everything takes a major, major, major hold. I just, I just, I can't. Um, And I literally go from being, you know, happy one day, and the next day, I can't get out of bed. I feel like I'm going to spiral. I feel like I'm trapped in the bed like it just feels like it's the safest space for me like i don't even like coming out of my room sometimes
1: no for me one thing i could say is for me i have to i have to get out of bed because i can't when i don't or when i'm home and i'm i'm by myself i have to deal with it at that time and i put off dealing with it which isn't good um i kind of just push it to the back of my mind and um I go to work and I look normal, but what people don't know when they see me is I'm, I'm very bubbly. I'm very happy, but any one thing go wrong and you can really say, I'm like a ticking time bomb and I look good. I look happy. And then I might get a customer that just do some shit. And it's just like the entire facade go, it, it goes away. Um, I don't know.
0: I don't. Customer service is the worst job to have when you suffer from depression and anxiety.
1: And I have amazing customer service, by the way. I'm awesome.
0: I do too. But this past week, like, I just wasn't the way I need to be for me to exist at work. To the point of like cussing people out, popping off. Not like actually cussing people out, but like. Say no, no. I don't cuss passengers out, but like not. Internalizing it because one thing they tell me at my job is like to remember that it's not you that the, the customer is upset, upset with it's the situation but when you get beat up on beat up on beat up. my job I get beat up on beat up on beat up on beat up on and then I go home and it's still sitting on me like I, I, I used to be able to leave it there but it's like where I'm at now and me filtering through my depression it's it comes home and i'm pissed and i can't function and it's in my relationship and it's it's i can tell my hair is different when i'm going through sis be real dry like today today she's dry today well, bitch, don't get some oil
1: i don't put oil sheen in my goddamn hair what you put oh y'all be using like avocados and honey and
0: i do not put that shit in my hair what you put eggs i put coconut mayonnaise on. No, bitch.
1: I don't think people put all types of shit. Yeah,
0: they do a lot. I don't got to do all that. My hair just be growing. She don't, she don't, she don't, we don't need all that.
1: How you know it's a she?
0: It's a she. She fickle. She fickle like a woman. That's not what we talking about, nigga.
1: (laughs) She fickle like a woman. (laughs) She fickle like a woman.
0: Um, You know, but, um, and so, I think it's very hard. I don't know with you, but I feel like some sound advice for us is what we're getting ready to get into when dating us is you have to be very careful about what you say to us because i don't know about you 100 percent, but i know with me i internalize and read into everything when i'm going through like you could say a hundred thousand kind things to me but that one negative thing you say to me it just it sticks with me
1: i will never forget it
0: it sticks with me and i can't get it out of my head i i i keep it and I store it and uh, and i'll bring it up in later arguments and and, and I, just, I just i just I, I eat at it and i chew at it and i spit it out and i pick around it and i put it back and i keep chewing it and it's just toxic as fuck what you mean you can't forget
1: no i mean like one thing like if you i tell people all the time when you talk to me mean what you say because i'm not gonna forget what you said this is going to sound fuck, fucked up, but I'll forget the positive shit. If you say some negative shit to me, I will not forget that shit. I can try. And I'll say, you oh, know, I'm, I'm over it. I moved on from it, but it's always in the back of my head. So it's like, you know, that is you do got to kind of like with me, you do got to kind of be careful what you say to me. And I know for me also, it's even led into one of my love languages. One of my love languages is words of affirmation because because of all that I go through it's certain things that I need to hear from the person that I'm dating and no, I don't have to hear them consistently. I don't have to hear them all the time, but there are times where I, I need reassurance for my own personal, for me, I need it for me. It ain't necessarily because of you. I need it to know that I'm, I'm good. I need it for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I think I, I deal with, and I don't know if you deal with, I back out of life. Like, I could have all this shit planned. Like, I have my day planned where I'm going to write an episode. I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to cook myself some dinner for the week so I can get through the week. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I wake up, and I'm like, nah, I can't I can't do it. I, I'm in the bed, you know. I'm, I'm watching shows about Netflix and Death Row. I'm just not not Death Row, you know, Shug Night Death Row, like, death row prison death row like i watch a lot of jail shows when i'm sad i don't know why it just feels good to me i don't know maybe because they worse off what? Me. <laughs> well
1: i'm sad that shit it just when i'm sad bitch i want to watch princess and the frog i want to watch some shit that's gonna make me laugh like i'm not watching lifetime
0: i'm watching death row stuff like i what watch the prison fuck? shit like i don't know why i don't know why somebody ta- if you listen to this and you think you know why that makes me feel good Write into us and tell me why. Because I need to know. But that makes me feel good. But I retreat from life. I don't want to do anything. And then I, and it's bad. But as my mate, I want you to shut down with me.
1: Um, I'm the exact opposite. I, I run to war. I retreat. I back out of life in a sense where I don't want to deal with what's really going. I don't want to deal with the reality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I will go to work. I will go out with friends. I'll go anywhere that, or I'll do anything that allows me to not focus on my reality at the moment. Mm. So it may be something as simple as smoking a blunt. Not saying that I smoke. If any of my employees or listen, my coworkers are listening she don't to this, smoke. I don't smoke. I ain't never seen it. Never. I just drink wine because it's it. legal. That's all. Um. But you know, like I don't. I I, I want to go to work. I want to go. I'll pick up extra hours. I'll do more work if it means I don't have to focus on what's going on. One thing with me, like when I have to deal with my emotions, when I have to deal with um, death, when I have to when I have to face a reality that I do not want to face. I back out of life by not having to deal with that by that reality. I run towards the things that are good in my life. So I go, I'll go to work. I love my job. So I'll go to work just so I can one be lucky. You, So I can one be at work and doing what I, what I like doing, but also so I can be around my coworkers. I love my coworkers. Like that's my escape. So we both back out of life, but we do it in different ways. You back out of life by,
0: I know
1: that ain't your phone. Shut up. It don't even never even happen. Turn
0: that shit on silent.
1: I had it on silent, but I was trying to play a Snapchat, and Uh, I had to turn it up. uh
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep that in there, too, with your raggedy ass.
1: You're childish. Um,
0: (laughs) I think that another thing we do, or I do, I keep saying we, but specifically Kiara. I lash out when I'm going through, like, I feel like. You don't understand me. I complain about... I'm completely happy with the relationship, but I'm complaining about the relationship. Um, My reactions to shit don't be logical. Like, like for example, at work, like on Thursday, like I said earlier, I had to sign two write-ups. It was totally my fault. Like, I dropped the ball. But for some reason, that shit just hit me. And I was filled with so much self-hate. I just... I lost it and what ended up happening was the anxiety attack happened and then I spiraled out and then I, you know, got, I shut down for days. Like I didn't go to work for like three days. Like I just, I couldn't go to work. I couldn't go to work. Fucked up my money. Couldn't go to work. Um, yeah,
1: I don't be getting like that.
0: Yeah. No, I'll fuck up my money. Cause I, I won't, I can't, I can't think, I can't breathe. I can't function. And to be around people seems like entirely too much like i call you or um one thing i did was um one of my friends who understands me and understands my thinking and how i go through things like i talked to amanda quite a bit because i needed someone who's been where i am as far as emotionally and knows that you know what's how it's eating at me versus talking to a friend and just be like oh you just sad? no i'm not sad like I'm sad, but I'm, it's, it's more than that. It's, it, it's taking over my whole body, mind, body. And soul. and so, you know, and I just, I just stayed in my room and my cat moo my cat moo that has suns and moons and shit on it. And yes, I do have a cat moo You don't even like cats. You like dogs, but it's a cat moo and it makes me feel okay. It makes me feel safe. I think cause it's my aunt's and I kind of took it from her. Well, no. When it's apparent, so a parent, th- you ain't taking it. So you're a thief. No, I'm a borrower. Does she know that you have it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, that's one thing. Like, it, 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 things that I don't don't require the reaction that it's I'm giving. You know, it makes shit works for me. You know what I mean? Like, I could lose something, and I'm like, God, I'm so fucking stupid. I'm so like, I shit on myself. I shit on myself to the point where i just hate me
1: no i could get that and one thing people say about me this always people that don't know me people say that i'm very arrogant and you have to not know me to really think that i'm arrogant to honestly believe that i'm arrogant my arrogance quote-unquote i do not call myself arrogant um my arrogance quote-unquote is my reminder to self sometimes i gotta remind myself who i am so i have to say like you you mean yeah i'm the shit that ain't about being arrogant it's like I need to tell myself that. Little did you know, and you thought I was just trying to be a dick. Nah, I gotta remind myself who I am sometimes because I lose sight of myself.
0: True shit, true shit. You know, I but I'm not. You're better than me that you can do that. I can't do that. Yeah, I
1: have mastered. I have mastered the art of the facade. I can't. What my facade, lit boy.
0: I can't do it. If
1: I don't want anybody, you will never know. And Kierra can attest to this because I've gone through things and she not even know Mm -hmm. until like me speaking on it on a podcast, something like that. You will never know that I'm going through something until I want you to know. Right. Or until it's gotten to a point where I can no longer control it.
0: Yep. 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 That's real. I think another thing that our mates and people we date have to learn is how to read us because people like you, You can, and even sometimes me, the finesse game, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right.
1: No, I'm not. And you have to be able to, because I'm not going to tell you. I'm not. So you have to be able to know the difference between my generic response of I'm okay and when I'm really okay. But there,
0: now for me, there are times when I'll say I'm not okay, like, but I won't say it to everybody. Like... And Amanda, like I tell her, she's asked me, are you okay today? And I'm like, no, but let another person ask me. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm
1: good. I'm good.
0: let certain people. I can go, you know what? No, I'm not okay. And
1: like, for me, I can't admit that I'm not okay until somebody calls my, calls me on my bluff. Mm. So, and that happens a lot with, um, with Jay. Um, like I'll be like, I'm good. I'm straight. And everybody around me expects me to always be good and be straight. So, I al- I'm i always in character mm-hmm. of being okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but it'll be times where I'll be having a moment, and I'll be talking to her, and I'll be like, I'm good. And be like, she'll be like, no, you're not. Don't give me that generic response. And it blows my mind that she even knows that it's generic. But it's not until she or someone else calls me on my shit while I'll, I'll open up and I'll be like, you know, I'm not okay. But until, until I ain't going to volunteer the information. Man. No,
0: but I love that. It also takes for someone when we do have a good day. I think I'm dating Amanda. The fuck? I think I'm dating Amanda. Cause she, that like, might she, be a thing. I might be, it might be a thing. It might be a thing. It's either that or she's like my grandma, or mom or some shit. And she's younger than me. But like, The fact that, you know, she'll tell me, oh, all right, you're much better today. You're having a better day. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I am having a better fucking day today. Goddamn right. I'm glad you noticed. Bitch, I put eyebrows. You goddamn right I'm having a better day. I'm speaking all positive and shit. Like, you also need that. Like, she doesn't coddle me. I don't need a coddler when I'm going through it either. Like, I just need you to check in. And she's like queen of checking in. Um, Amanda check
1: in on me. Like, she'll just... She be going through her own shit and be fucking checking on your ass. Yeah, she'll she'll just text me and be like, hey, you know, I just wanted to send you some good vibes, hope everything's going. It's like, to some people, that might be so small. But, like, for me, it's just like you never ever know when a person needs to hear that and she's like, still my friend though. when it be coming in you can say that all you want she's but my friend though amanda is my friend too but and um, carla I, is my bae but and I, I don't give a first. fuck they're and, my friends. yeah okay if you say so okay tell them that when we're in our group chat without you ha.
0: <laughs> wait what <laughs> i'm just i will get back to that i'm getting we'll get back to that fuck boy <laughs> all right all right i peeped that i peeped that Another thing that, you know, depression affects. It might not for you, because you like to swing dick to your kneecaps and shit. I, depression affects my sex life. Nope. I can't, I can't fuck. Pussy dry. I'm shut down. I'm not turned on by nothing. Can't even lick the titty and I'll get happy. It, I just can't. I go through, I will go through a period where like, you'll be wanting to fuck. And I'll be like, do we have to? Because I'm just not, you're not going to get. You're not going to get Lady Marmalade in her full potential. No, not Lady Marmalade. Yes, Foulet Boutoucouche, Al moi Monsei That's what I said. Her name is Lady Mar- She. There will be times where she, you know, she she won't be present because I'm not present. So the, my, our sex life will take a hit. And I don't know if other people are like that when they're depressed, but, like, I don't want to have sex. That I can not feel attracted. I don't love myself.
1: <laughs> that can happen. It, it doesn't happen often. I have to be having a really bad day for it to go that far. Now, one thing I can say is I can't connect emotionally during sex. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: if if I'm not if I'm not feeling my best or if I'm having a moment where I'm feeling depressed, I cannot connect emotionally. I can fuck. Don't get it. it. <laughs> I, could, I could slang some dick, but it won't be an emotional encounter. Anybody that really knows me knows that I'm an emotional son of a bitch and I prefer an emotional encounter.
0: Yep, that's accurate. But a good
1: fucking is good sometimes too.
0: Nope, can't do it, can't do it. Okay. Um, Don't tell us what to do to feel better. Don't tell me, you don't. You know me, but you don't know what's going on upstairs in my head. You don't know what's going on on my heart. You know what I give you access to, but beyond that, don't tell me what to do to feel better about myself. Because if you tell me what to do and I can't do it, now I'm feeling worse because... Now I can't... I feel like I'm not going to be able to please you with what you think I should be doing. So you're putting pressure on me to give results that I don't even have energy to give. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But I, I just can't fade it. But in the same breath, I do need you to be supportive of what's, what's happening. Like, I don't need you... And it sounds like for you, you need this too, where I don't need you to be offended that I'm not coming to you. Like, I'm, it's not... It don't got nothing to do with you. It's not nothing personal. I just... Don't want to come to you right now with it.
1: So, for you, what would you say being supportive looks like?
0: Bitch, just hold me and play on my hair and let me sleep on the titty. Don't. And put on my jail show and bring me wine and Chipotle. Her in this damn jail show, she
1: want to be a kingpin (laughs) so bad, bro. (laughs) Shut (laughs) the fuck up. What?
0: I'm just saying, like, support is not you telling me what to do, especially when you don't when you don't live with depression, you cannot tell me what to do.
1: There's nothing you can tell me, bitch. Don't give me advice on shit you don't know about. For me, support just kind of is kind of the same for you. It's just for you to be there. And in and, and that moment, I kind of need you to just follow my lead. Yes. Don't, don't push me to have sex. Don't push me to talk. Don't put those things are going to come but i need you to follow my lead because i need them to come when i'm ready for them to come yes. don't make me talk when i'm not ready to talk yes because then i'm going like she said then i'm going to be upset at the fact that i can't identify these emotions because you're asking me questions that i don't have answers to exactly
0: i'm going to feel um, back.
1: and then i'm going to feel back just like i can tell you want to be there but i genuinely don't know how to allow you to be there in this moment just just be in my space And if I say that I don't want you in my space or if I say that I need a moment by myself, allow me that moment of you not being in my space without me feeling like now you're hurt because you feel pushed away or something like that. Because it's not about me. It's not about me pushing you away. It's about me trying to get myself together so I can be my best self for you. Get myself together so I can speak to you and let you in on what's going on. I can't let you in to my thoughts if I don't sit with my thoughts first. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I think the final thing, and if it's not final for you, I mean, of course, Ab. I think the final thing for me is don't stay in a relationship with us out of duty. Like, you staying with us because you scared we're going to hurt ourselves if you leave us. Like, if you're going to be here, be here because you love me. Because if you love me, you're here because you love me. When shit hits the fan, you're not going to run and hide. But when it's out of duty, it's going to freak you out. And at
1: some point you're going to walk away Mm -hmm. and break me in the process. Because now you felt like you've, you've made it a job for you. Exactly. You've made this your job and when the job gets hard you're gonna be ready to quit and i i I agree with that um don't try to protect my feelings i'm a big girl i don't need you to protect my feelings i've been dealing with my feelings for 25 years i can deal with them for 25 more and then some i don't need you to protect my feelings i need you to be genuine yep i need you to be there when i need you to be there i need you to be gone when i need you to be gone Mm -hmm. um but I don't, I don't need you to be here because you feel like you have to be. If it's gotten to a point where you're here solely because you feel like you have to be, leave. Right. And I will understand it. And I will respect it more importantly than you sitting here playing along, stringing me along yes. when you know you really didn't want this.
0: Yes. Yes. You really to have to let
1: this singing speak, career go. Lord. Speak to me. God made you a podcaster, damn it, not a singer. What? I did okay. Stick right. to your strengths. Okay, my strengths, my strengths.
0: All right. With that being said, prez where can they find us?
1: Y'all already know. Y'all can find us on Instagram at the wind Up Podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. You can find me on my personal Instagram at CEO Pres P R E Z ain't nobody about to follow you they, they not but no seriously follow <laughs> us on our um on our podcast at the wind up podcast if you have any thoughts about anything today if you have any things that you would want us to touch on talk about anything send us an email at the up podcast at gmail.com questions concerns ideas relationship problems send us nudes She's really stuck on these nudes. <laughs> um, I'll let her check those. I don't want to see it.
0: Cut your face out. We don't care about how you um,
1: do it. <laughs> But more importantly, y'all already know what it is. All love. this is The Wine Up.
2: I'm out your league. You on that doubt? I got these dreams and I can't see the feet. Cause I'm blind as a beat. So I float your sprint from my soul to the sheet. Money fold jungle cat. I like my bags ass cap. Been to the land of broken back. Won't do it no more. Has fat. I need more time. I have. No fear, I'm a native tongue in the pizza's ear. Sounds like a a coffee, pop in the prayer. A little like, a little more swear. to so give me some room. Ride on the move, I N S on the roof. New age pop to pop to arms. got touch the days I breathe in, then out in waves. You my age on the street.